Oh. <coughs> right, back, back, back again. Um, we were just talking about what we just we were just talking about the, the Facebook uh, videos. Yeah, we're talking about um, online advertising and marketing for businesses. And um, so, marketing guru Gary Vaynerchuk recommends eighty six pieces minimum eighty six pieces of media content per per day that uh, the organ- organizations should post. Um, some people think that's overkill. Um, but, you know, let people choose what it is that they want to see. Yeah. yeah? I mean, nobody say, hey, nobody says to Coca-Cola, hey, guys, that's too much marketing. Like, the Coca-Cola actually want to put, um, they want to put marketing on the moon. I read that somewhere. It's like they want, they want to have an advertisement on the moon, yeah, if they can get it there. But, and so nobody, nobody says to those, those, those companies, nobody says to Nike, hey, too much marketing. Yeah, know. well, nobody thinks it's Christmas still that's in the, the Coca-Cola lobby, do they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't. It, Coca-Cola didn't Coca-Cola create Santa Claus? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 it, was a, it, was a, it was an advertising marketing campaign. It's a, there's, there's, a, there's a man. There's a man over there. And he's, um, he's providing excellent content, but um, he's, he's busy working on his own thing. So um, should give him a mic. Because Should do it. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, the other thing that works with the, the sort of podcasting element is is bringing in somebody from outside the situation. You know, the, diff- the, the, the yeah. looking, looking on the business and being in the business. Somebody who's outside of it can ask the stupid questions. <laughs> I mean, and it's and it's okay. Yeah, you find you do lots of. St- I mean, no, yeah, yeah, get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, because when you, it becomes routine, habit, almost mundane when you do exactly the same things every day, and you don't see it with the fresh set of eyes that other people see when they when they come into a business. Like, like the worst thing for me, I walk into a business that I'm working with, and they haven't changed anything in the office for five to ten years. They got the same furniture in the same place, the same chairs, the same pictures on the wall. I'm just like. Forget it, because you've got to shake things up. Yeah, I think I think for people, keep, keep things moving and fresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep 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 the brain working because we we do sort of go to sleep like with like with houses and homes, right? Um, I think that that uh, you know people need to shake things up with you know getting new furniture every couple of years because there's nothing worse than walking into a place and somebody hasn't hoovered under the <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome to the real world. Um, somebody, somebody hasn't like hoovered under the couch, right? You yeah. know, for for ten years, and they haven't moved it, right, or, or or whatever. And I have this theory about that, right? You know how things are moving to, um, like like things not being owned a lot of the time, but being rented in yeah. in, in some ways. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like with the people do like leasing, leasing, like with cars and stuff and things. Yeah, I had this business idea. And of course, being one of my business, one of my, like, I get a thousand business ideas a day and I don't follow any of them, but at least one of them at one point might actually be good at some point, as long as I keep coming up with them. One of them was um, leasing furniture to people. There are people that do that now. eh? If you can think of it, somebody's already done it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So leasing furniture and the idea of being the same way with leasing a car, like after you you don't have to worry about the repairs and all that stuff. And after three years, they give you a new car, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so it would be like you lease the furniture for three to five years, and after three to five years, somebody comes to you and says, right, we're going to remove all your old furniture, and you just pick from this catalog of what you want new, and we'll bring it to you. And they refresh completely. Yep. So that works. It works. 
Yeah. Does that exist already? Is people somewhere somewhere do yeah, that? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Anything you want. Anything you want to lease, you can lease clothes now. Well, at least like I'm going out for the night. I want to lease these clothes for yeah. Like the. But well, you think about it, you can hire a you can hire a kilt. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I was reading online and not that long ago. You yeah. can lease a pair of socks for goodness sake. A pair of socks. You can lease who's a pair noti- of socks. I don't understand if someone's going to notice something, right? But who? Okay, I, leasing a shirt or a dress, I, I, I stretches to leasing underwear. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but people actually do it. And think yeah. about it from the person that's doing its point of view. They don't yeah. have to wash it. They don't have to dry it. They don't have to iron it. There's a yeah. value to that. Well, you're, you're making tight. They don't have to go shopping for the stuff. They don't. Yeah. Okay. So you're 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 creating space for them. Yeah. yeah giving them giving freeing them up some, their time. Freeing up their time. Yeah. Anything that anything that frees up a person's time generally has some kind of value to yeah. it. So, uh, you know, I should have, like a lazy, I should have searched online to see if that thing exists. But I think with furniture, because, you know, you go to these houses of older people and naturally they've had the same furniture for 20, 30 years. And, yep. and then someone's got to deal with that. Someone's got to deal with taking out the old furniture and nobody wants the old furniture. So it's got to be taken and dumped. And, yep. and you could, if, if you had the leasing of the furniture, you could, you could plan into that, the, the recycling of the materials as well, so that everything gets, gets recycled and it's part of a process and nothing goes to waste. And so what you're saying is you end up eventually leasing secondhand furniture as well. I guess you could... You yeah, because you take an old sofa that, yeah. back that's a bit worn and you refurbish it and you put it back out there as new furniture and people are paying the same money for leasing the furniture that's been refurbished as they were for leasing the furniture in the first place. Hmm. It's a crazy world of endless possibility. Yeah, you think about yeah. it, someone can do it. Someone's done it. I mean, that's the, the theory, right? If you, can, if you can imagine it in your wildest dream, there'll be somebody out there who's probably already created and, they, and if they haven't, you better go and do it really quickly. Time travel? Especially with... Uh, Time travel? <laughs> uh, yeah. See, you, you don't know if anyone's you, you, done time travel because did it work? <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to time travel. That'll screw you up something major i mean imagine going well, sorry we're off topic here on the state <laughs> agents and stuff but here we go imagine imagine going into the future and then knowing what's going to happen that would mess me up something chronic you wouldn't want to get up the day you die would you <laughs> <laughs> but would that change anything <laughs> when in theory not well no i wouldn't i wouldn't want to know that this failed or that failed Right, I w- I'd want to learn from the experience because I'd be I'd be avoiding experiences that would be learning experiences. Then, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because you learn most from your own mistakes. Well, yeah. at least in theory, you should. Yeah, well, it's it's also good if you can learn from other people's. Right, you know, read 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 their biographies. Right, yeah, or autobiographies. Yeah. Learn learn from learn from their mistakes. And talking about reading. Um, there was a book that because we just did the interview, we did the Maiden Murray interview. It'll be coming out um, in about a week, and um, it's getting light. The, 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 if you notice on the camera, it's getting light, dark, light, dark for some. Reason. That's that dodgy phone that you predicted that everyone should go and buy. Yes, I'll take that back. No, 
don't don't go out and buy the P30 because the lights go. No, we, we don't Even have if st- they have got expensive lawyers. We don't. <laughs> it's because we. I forgot we're in Scotland. It's always dark <laughs> in winter. We've we've had, we've had the six minutes of sunlight today. That's it. That'll That's be it. the one. God, books. Because uh, so in the um, in the interview you recommended uh, a cybernetics book. So what's yeah. the, what's the title? It's called Psycho Cybernetics by a chap yeah. called Maxwell Maltz. Um, okay. And it's all about reprogramming the way that you think. Mm. Because the theory is that if you get up this morning thinking that today's going to be a bad day, um, you can bet your bottom dollar today is going to be a bad day. Mm. Mindset. Yeah. It is, mindset. It's all about mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah so well, yeah. Winners, winners win, right? I mean, boxing is the ultimate analogy for that. Because if you go into the boxing ring thinking... I'm not going to win this. You're going to get your, you're going to get your head hammered, right? Yeah, yeah. You get your head kicked in, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because you, <laughs> you, you'll be like, oh, I'm just not feel, I'm not feeling it today. You can, you can't give sort of less than a hundred percent because you'll you'll get demolished there, especially if it's more than boxing, like if it's MMA or something. You know, yeah. you'll get someone's knee th- through your face, and that'll be really uncomfortable. And it'll happen repeatedly, I imagine, until some referee sort of steps in and calls the medics over to... Stops you getting killed. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That's what happens, right? Okay, okay, he's going to die. So, yeah, just leave it. You know, his head is not a punching bag. So just, you know, chill out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there we go. So um, mindset. Mindset matters. And I think that if you don't think you're going to sell the property, you're not going to sell the property. If you don't think you're going to find the right kind of house, you don't start acting. Exactly. You won't ask it. the right questions if you don't yeah. think it's the right one. Yeah. In in the book, um, they take a group of basketball players mm-hmm. and they get them to all throw a number of baskets mm-hmm. and they measure their performance, how many baskets they scored and how many they mm-hmm. failed. Then they take half the group and they get them to spend the following day practicing putting the ball in the basket Mm -hmm. and they get the second half of the group to go into a room with uh, chilled music and imagine throwing the ball into the basket right and the following day they pulled everybody back into the Mm -hmm. um, same room Mm -hmm. and they got everybody to throw the ball into the basket and measured them and both groups actually improved the number of times they managed to score a basket, regardless of whether they actually did the practice or mentally imaged the practice. And I think that's where the conversation came in because um, I believe that if you're just about to be faced with a daunting task and you're worried about how you're going to perform, you can mentally image yourself doing that that task, performing Mm -hmm. that task, giving that speech or being in that situation. So that when you actually are in that situation, you're more comfortable with it already because yeah. you've been there, even if it's only in your mind. Absolutely. Um, and Psycho-Cybernetics is a book that I've owned for about 20, 25 years. Mm. And I've never got to the end of the book because I always get halfway through and think, this is heavy, I've missed something. And I go back <laughs> to the beginning and I do yeah. every time find something yeah. I've missed. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> It, it seems not just true with the uh, books. It's also true with, uh, with with podcasts and interviews with people. You know, if you if you enjoy an interview with somebody, it's really good to go back and listen to the interview again because 
because you you never get anything like with just one listen, like a music album, right? You can listen to a music album for, like for 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 th- three months or five years or whatever, and still find something new. Yeah, what was album. what was your favorite track? Isn't your favorite track yep. six months later? Is it yeah, because absolutely. there's a there's another tune there now that's your favorite because do you know what that one's yeah. going on my... Cre- crazy endless human creativity yeah, yeah and it's 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 the same with um, um, again back to, to podcasting conversations with with people you okay take it with offices right so you go to office and you sit down with maybe the same people every day or every other day but the conversations are slightly different you never have exactly the same conversation with people and so that's 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 a sign that people are doing things that things are moving that uh, the problems are being solved it's all good yeah unless they're boring of course <laughs> <laughs> no so, we don't we, we don't do that though around here no we don't it, boring in this in in in, in this country uh, no there, there's always something going on business like there's you can't have you can't can you have boring business there's always something got to be going on right yeah, yeah. you, you got to be it's again it's perception mindset it is. It's. It's. That I'm, person I'm, is. Not, that per. Oh, sorry. Sorry. To, that person is not boring to them. No. No. Right? Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Mine's and right. today's only boring because I haven't been creative enough to stimulate myself. <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> Before you go. <laughs> no, oh dear. No, I was just visualizing it in my mind as you said earlier. Right. You got no, to you visualize. Didn't want to do that. You've got to visualize it in your. In, in oh your dear. Head. No, I had to stop it. Oh, be serious, right? <laughs> Childish humor. Oh dear, right? I had a, I had a singing tutor who, um, you know, said the same thing to me years ago. She's she's like, uh, you know, you got to imagine yourself being on stage. You got to imagine imagine yourself singing the song and, and hitting all the right notes. And uh, I've heard it from uh, sports people as well, right? They, they imagine standing on their podium or, you know, holding the trophy and uh, they imagine themselves being first. Yeah. And then they make it, then they make it real. I think that, you know, before you can run an estate agency, you have to imagine that you have the ability to do it to some extent. Before you do anything, you have to be able to believe you can do it. I mean, a child gets up off the ground and starts to walk. Why? Mm -hmm. Because sees everybody else walking and thinks, I can do that. Oh, yeah. I can do that. And then the... The whole perception changes. You know, it's like uh, Roger Bannister, Four Minute Mile, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, everyone thought, that's impossible. You can't do it. And then he did it. And then within a week, other people were doing it. And now school kids can do it. Uh, and now they're chasing the uh, under two-hour marathon. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they do it? Did they, did they get it? Didn't they get it? They're close yeah. to it. Something they're like about that. three minutes away, I think. <laughs> bizarre what people do with their free time isn't it yeah the, uh, you know some people are chasing clients and some people are just trying to run 26 miles in three minutes faster i'd be happy just to run 26 26.2 because that, that, that point two is the killer that right? point two That's is the, the crux that is the crux you, you missed yeah. the point two you haven't run a marathon uh, i haven't run a marathon at all actually and there's probably not much chance that i'm going to i've run seven are you serious? Deadly serious. I've run seven marathons. Seven marathons? Yeah. Actually, once, going back about five or six years ago, um, I did disastrously at the Edinburgh Marathon because I hadn't really trained. <laughs> and I was so annoyed with myself that I wanted to pick another marathon and couldn't choose between the Murray Marathon okay. or the Loch Ness Marathon. 
So I entered both, and they were two weeks apart. And everybody in the running club told me, you'll never manage it. So at the Murray Marathon, which came first, I knocked 20 minutes off my personal best. Wow. And two weeks later at Loch Ness, I ran the same time, despite running from mile 10 with cramp all the way through. Isn't it amazing what people can do when they challenge themselves? Yeah. When other people told me I couldn't do it, yeah. I, I knew that failure at that point wasn't an option. Well, no, because they'd all be like pointing their finger at you and laughing. Yeah, we told you you couldn't do it. Yeah. You didn't listen, huh? No. And every minute that I ran that race with cramp, all I could hear was telling me people telling me I can't do it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to wow. show you I can do it. And I did it. The challenge. Yeah, of course it is. The challenge. That's quite incredible. Mm-hmm. And that mindset, do you think like how you focused within your mind helped you? achieve that i don't think that someone that can run a marathon and i'm not a fast runner by the way i mean Mm. my personal best is five hours and 20 minutes and i think that if someone can put their body through that amount of torture Mm. and stay mentally strong through it then you can achieve anything you want to achieve it's why it's why i go running because Mm. it completely reboots my brain i come away Mm. from it feeling really fresh I remember the first time I did Loch Ness Marathon and I went to work the next day and I was working in the motor trade and everyone's like, why did you come to work today? And I'm like, <laughs> because I've got free cars to hand over. Yeah. And the workshop managers stood and went, ha, you'll be lucky. The first one's got a problem with the radio. The mm-hmm. second one hasn't even been through the valet bay yet mm-hmm. and I can't find anybody to service the third one. And I went, well, the one that's got a dodgy radio there's a car up the top that I just took in two days ago that's got mm. the same radio, so you can swap them out. I've already spoken to the valet, and that will get that's already sorted. And mm. if you give me two minutes, I'll find you a mechanic that will service a car for me. Um, and I got all three cars out on time, and the service manager came back to me and said, I wish everybody was as sharp as that. And my mind was so sharp that day. Mm. didn't matter what anybody threw at me. I swear to God, it was so easy to solve it. That's quite incredible. Yeah, once you've solved the more complex problem, everything else seems relatively simple. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had um, two businesses that I ran out in Slovakia. One was uh, like a music management um, production organization. And that, that was for fun, you know, to keep, keep myself out of trouble and get out and meet people on the side. And the other one was uh, running the school. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can tell you that running the school was a piece of cake compared to running the the music organization because in the music organization you are coordinating bands out on tour traveling around and yeah crazy shit would happen like i I lost a band on a tour once on a tour with a group i just lost the band between two concerts (laughs) i lost the band i still to this day have no idea what happened to them They, they they left they like they finished their concert in one venue and like um um and you know, next day we had to get in the van and get to the next venue, and there was, there was no band the next day. They were not there, and they never turned up, and and still to this day, never never saw them again. And like, that doesn't happen when you've got like a like a physically based office, right? You know, that kind of you can once like, when, once you sort of get around solving those. Oh my God! There's ten minutes to the concert. Nobody's. None of the bands have turned up, or there's no sound man, or um, people are starting to get angry and want their money back from tickets and stuff and things. It, it, you know, you turn up to work next day and you're like, "Oh God, I'm so happy to be at work." <laughs> all right, that I don't have to deal with all these crazy people. And of course, it was music, so like the everyone was drunk most of the time. Sounds yeah. reasonable. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the musicians would get trashed, and then the audience would get trashed, and there's sometimes the other way around. You know, just in, insanity. Basic and rock, 
rock, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. it wasn't sort of like people trying to be trendy and hip hop and be all fit and stuff. It was, yeah, and uh, it's an image to keep up, isn't it? Oh god, a bottle of whatever and stumbling around the stage with guitars and microphone. Oh god. My goodness, I'm so happy I'm not <laughs> coming to the office and dealing with sane people just seems like such a pleasure, right? Or semi sane people. <laughs> You're thinking maybe it was a good idea. You lost that rock I just sort of take it as par for the course, right? <laughs> <laughs> One down, five to go. <laughs> Excellent. But okay, no idea. There's been a change to the star billing today. <laughs> yeah, so if, if anyone knows where they are, <laughs> Point them in the right direction. That'll be good. Oh well, whatever, whatever, right? <laughs> whatever. I've been, I've been thirty minutes before. Um, is we'll finish this in a, in a minute or two. I, I've been thirty minutes before a concert and no bands, no bands, and I don't mean no bands like waiting for the bands to turn up to play. I mean no bands, right? I mean, I mean, like, I didn't even have people that were on their way or coming or wanted to play. Can and you it was play the guitar? Sorry, it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that as well, and I'm not, you know, getting on stage and playing seven songs when you don't have any is really bizarre, right? And then people going, that was really good. What? How did and you get round it? I don't know. You, you know what mindset? Yeah. You just step up into the problem and you're like, we can do this. <laughs> I'm going to play an A and an F and a G and I'll make some noise in the middle and, you know, the chorus will be faster and I'll just scream. That's like every uh, second grunge song or something, right? So it worked. There you go. Or right. ACDC. No. <laughs> uh, it's, all the, it's, all, it's all the same song, but it's a good song. Right. There we go. Anyway, um... Yeah, so the business life seems kind of, it's sort of smooth and tranquil compared to some other stuff sometimes. So it's good to have a hobby that yeah. makes the other things seem okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like the fit, fitness and stuff. It's all, yeah. it's all cool. So um, that's, that, that was our little ramble about mindset. Mindset's important. Um, not just how you think about what it is that you want to achieve, but you know how you run your business, how you go into work every day, how you, you know, deal with the problems that you have to face there. Hey, Christmas is coming, right? You know, there's going to be, there's going to be all those family gatherings that people have to go to. Some of them they want to, some of them they don't want to, but you've got to approach it with the smile on your face <laughs> and, you know, get on with it, I suppose, and, and, and enjoy it. And so, cool. Thank you. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time and your input and your energy. And, um, We'll we'll slam this because it's going out live. We'll slam this up onto other pages later. Excellent. It'll be done. Right. Let me just. Um, my arm's not long enough, so I got to walk over here.